because we're not living in one world. We're not all sharing one reality. We are in this moment. You and I are obviously sharing this moment together, and this is our reality. But once we stop this conversation, we go off and live our lives, we are experiencing different realities. We can jump on different timelines. Because a timeline just means that from this moment where we are sitting right now, in this moment in reality, there's a future ahead of us and a future behind us that sort of sync up with this now moment so my vibration got me to this moment, this point on this timeline, which is a reality. And if I don't shift my vibration, then the likelihood is I'll just stay moving forward from the same point, offering the same vibration, sort of living the same type of reality that I'm experiencing right now. Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, ascenders? You're now listening to The Awaken Podcast, a show in which we dive into some expansive, insightful conversations to assist you and the planetary collective consciousness in ascending to higher expressions of awareness, divine purpose, and infinite potential. I want to welcome you to The Ascending Journey. My name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and The Ascend Academy over at togetherweascend.com and your host to the show. You get to choose the world that you're living in and the timeline that you're on. There's a past and there's a future that syncs up with this moment that you're in based upon your vibration. And through raising your vibration, you can shift to a higher timeline. And in this episode of the Awaken Podcast, we are joined once again by the great Daniel Scranton, who's here to help us do justice. If you have not yet heard about Daniel, where have you been hiding? Because he has been an absolute leader in elevating the consciousness of this planet through what it is that he's been sharing and channeling. Because Daniel is a gifted and renowned channeler who is bringing through some important, powerful information from some very supportive collectives. And his exposure to these messages and teachings has allowed him and afforded him a deeper understanding as well as all those that are in tune enough to tune in to the channelings that he shares. Deeper understandings around our power, our power is creators of our own reality. So here we are once again, getting into another great conversation to assist you in raising your vibration and shifting to a higher timeline. But before we jump into that, lightworkers, those of you that have heard the call to serve and assist in this 
collective ascension process, the Ascend Academy is looking for you. The Ascend Academy is uniting and activating lightworkers. We're coming together in our united purpose. We're sharing, we're connecting, we're learning from each other, and we're stepping forward into our gifts, into service to others, into serving our highest purpose. If you're interested in learning more about what we got going on in the Academy and perhaps becoming our newest member, you can head on over to academy.togetherbeascend.com to learn more. But anyways, what do you say we start raising that vibe and shifting timelines with this great conversation, with this great being? Here's my interview with Daniel Scranton. Daniel, you are online. Hello. Thank you for being here, my man. You're welcome. My pleasure. One of my favorite questions to just kickstart the conversation i may have asked you this one before okay what's on your heart my friend well i mean i've been spending a lot of time with my daughter lately and um she's about to turn 20 months and that experience has just been so beautiful and heart opening and joyous and wondrous like such a fun experience just to watch her develop and uh, whenever she's like speaking a new word or combination of words we just we get so excited and um you know i just want to spend as much time with her as i can she's napping right now which is why i carved out some time for you today I was going to say for you to um, to take that time and, and be here with us with all that you have going on with your daughter uh, just makes me feel all the more grateful. But even uh, even not just being here with us, um, with all that you're doing, I'm sure she's a motivation in your life to, to continue to do, continue to do the, the great work you do. But um, I know this is kind of going to come up in the past with us. You are a man of... A busy calendar yeah. you are involved with a lot you are doing a lot um i guess what i want to ask is what is the what is the the driving motivations where do you find the the energy the ambition what keeps you going in your service well i mean uh i love doing the daily messages with the Arcturian Council, I would do those even if I won the lottery tomorrow. <laughs> I would still do those, but I um, but I do have to support my family too. And we do live on Maui and we all eat organic. And so it's a, a very expensive lifestyle. So I kind of had to start putting in more hours when I had to support two other people. And so that's really why I'm so busy and, but it's all worth it because the, my wife and daughter are my two favorite people. I feel completely um, at peace just being with them. I don't feel like I need anything else in my life, like traveling or, you know, performing what I do in front of large audiences. It's just like I'm very content with very little. Just give me a forest, my two favorite people, some organic raw food, and I'm happy. Mm. <laughs> So do you find yourself 
still thinking about doing or acting in the interest of creating a particular result in your life? Well, sometimes I do realize that like um, certain aspects of life do force me to sort of get into that state of receiving so that I can uh, get the new inspiration for something that I can offer to people. So that does, there does seem to be uh, a correlation there between like, okay, this, you know, this is something I'm going to do now because, you know, like taxes are due or something. And so I need to generate more income. So I'll offer this, but it's always like, like the thing I'm offering now, which is starting on Wednesday, it's, I'm so glad that I, I have to like generate more income to do this because otherwise I don't know if like the idea would have come to me to do it because I get so like I'm so into routine and I do the same things and I offer the same things, you know, but this is like a, the longest course I'll ever have offered and probably ever will offer. It's going to be eight months, uh, 18 hours of class time. And, um, and I'm glad that things, you know, force that inspiration from me. And also I create new recordings every week for my website. And so many people lately are asking questions during sessions about DNA and they're worried about their DNA and they're worried about the vaccines and DNA and it keeps coming up. So I created a light language around people, you know, to raise their vibration so they don't feel sort of, um, you know, like a victim or like someone's going to take over their DNA or, you know, so that people can be in that vibration to be on that timeline where they still have that sovereignty where they're still, I believe everyone's always creating their own reality, but people need to vibrationally be reminded of that. And I thought what better thing to do that than to create a light language for that. Mm -hmm. So, so those I things are sort of the things that kind of like light a fire under me at times to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely see, um, can relate to that, that desire, um, being, being something that invokes inspiration, um, and opens up us up to that. I think when we, we honor that desire and what we want in our own lives, even, um, it can, it can have a way of, again, inviting an inspiration that might lead to a gift that you're giving something that you're creating that is going to be given in the interest of serving others or is going to have a, an impact that goes beyond just your own personal reality. Now, because you brought it up, I can, I can feel that we're being called in that direction. Um, the, the topic of your, your program, it's a course or it's mm -hmm. a recording, you said, right? It'll be a course. It, I'm gonna, um, you and I have talked about this 
and somebody uh, messaged me about it. So I'm going to do the course with video for the first time too. So I'll be appearing on video while I'm teaching uh, each of the two hour classes and there'll be nine of them starting on March 10th. Nice. Um, and it's a channel course. So it's all, it'll be a, all about how to channel, you know, your spirit guide, your higher self, your galactic team, archangels, ascended masters, fairies, everybody. Okay. And this is a little bit different than the, uh, the light language, um, that yeah. you, you're referring to, correct? Uh, light language. Yeah. It's just a one-off thing that you buy on my website. Yeah. Okay. So I actually, <laughs> I'm feeling the call to bring it back to that question that you are being asked by individuals around DNA and, and I guess protecting ourselves. Um, yeah. I feel where Rumi asked to, to dive into that conversation. Um, what is it in particular that, that you're finding individuals are feeling concerns around? Well, as you probably know, because you're a person who goes on the internet, there's a lot of chatter about whether these vaccines are meant to alter people's DNA. And what's your insight into this conversation? Mm, I'm not a scientist. Um, so it's hard for me to say what uh, a vaccine will do or will not do. But I do believe that two different people could drink a glass of orange juice and have two entirely different reactions to it could cause acid reflux in one person, could make another person super happy, could give another person tons of energy, uh, could have some other allergic reaction response in another person. So is it the orange juice or is it the person? Now, that being said, of course, you don't wanna live in a world where people want to alter your DNA. You don't want to live in that world where that's that's an agenda. So that's another thing that people have more control over than I think they realize. Because we're not living in one world. We're not all sharing one reality. We are in this moment. You and I are obviously sharing this moment together. And this is our reality. But once we stop this conversation, we go off and live our lives we are experiencing different realities. We can jump on different timelines. It's always my intention with my work to help people get on the best possible timeline for themselves. And I hope people realize that that's possible, that they're not victims. And that if you want to be on a timeline where uh, people in positions of power and authority have good intentions, then you can put yourself on that timeline. You can be in that reality. Um, but of course, as I'm saying to you, and I think that most people are aware, there's just a lot of people out there right now pushing the idea of a reality where that's not the case. Whether that's 
And like I said, there's not one reality, so we don't all have to agree. We don't all have to agree on whether uh, Bill Gates is a well-intentioned man because there's more than one Bill Gates. There's more than one Moderna. There's more than one Pfizer. There's more than one Johnson & Johnson. There's more than one President Biden. There's more than one everybody out there for us to interact with and to create an, a, a version of all the, when I say that, it's all by agreement too. So you're not just in control of me because you are, your vibration is like stronger than mine. So I have to be who you expect me to be. Although that feels like the case for a lot of people. A lot of people do feel kind of like overpowered by someone else's energy. But whatever I am to you, whatever you are to me, it's by agreement. We, we agreed to be who we are to each other. And if I wanted to have a different experience with Brian, which I don't because I love this Brian, but if I wanted to, that would be up to me mm -hmm. to change, not you. I don't, I don't have to go outside your house with a picket sign and say, Brian, change. Stop being a bad person <laughs> to get a different version of you in my reality. That's me and how I vibrate. That's me and my choice. That's me and the timeline that I find myself moving on to because of the work that I've done on myself. Part of that work might be me asking myself, why do I see Brian as such a bad guy? And why would I think that Brian is bad and I'm good? as opposed to there's darkness and light in here, there's darkness and light in there, and we're both choosing what we activate within ourselves, but we also have to embrace all of ourselves. Every aspect of ourselves has to be accepted, embraced, and ultimately unconditionally loved and only then do we really get to choose. Mm. Because if you're pushing against something or someone or some aspect of you or of, for me, I'm, if I'm pushing against some aspect of Brian and not even acknowledging that it's also an aspect inside of me, I'm just going to get more of it and more of it and more of it. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm so opposed to it, even though I'm, fighting it. You know, one of my least favorite things that I see is when somebody calls themselves a spiritual warrior or a warrior of the light. We're not here to be at war with anything or anyone. We're here to do this. Embrace it all. And that's the only way that I don't, I don't think there's another way. Any other way is like, very biblical, very book of revelations, very third dimensional. And that's not what I wanted. I chose to abandon all that when I was 18, you know. Oh, so much, so much, so much power in <laughs> everything that you just shared. I, I have to 
do my best to to reiterate some of those points because my friend, I, I resonate with all of it. Um, one of the things that stood out was laying that foundation of acceptance, embracing is what opens us up for the the opportunity to choose. But it first has to begin with that accepting, that integration. And that's both something that we are asked to do with regards to ourselves, but also what we are seeing on the surface. Because another big thing that I think you pointed to here is when we are resisting something outside of us, well, that's the time to turn where we're looking and look within and recognize yeah. and look for what it is within ourselves that causes for us to feel that sense of resistance. What is it about us that we are having a hard time accepting, loving, understanding fully so that it's causing for this this feeling of not wanting what's out there? And I totally agree with you. Being able to first start with a sense of acceptance for what is then kind of leads into being able to choose. So yeah, it's like about- if you allow yourself to feel your anger, you're not allowing yourself to also feel all the joy that's available to you because by not allowing your anger to be and to be felt, you then create a block. That block isn't just going to block your anger. Mm. Block other emotions from flowing as well until eventually you become like this unemotional person. This person has completely cut off from their emotions because there's so many different emotions that they've been, or we, I'm not going to separate myself from this because I mean, I've done this in my life. We don't want to feel it. So you don't want to feel one emotion that not only will that emotion then fester inside of you like some bad food in the refrigerator that then, you know, (laughs) stinks up the whole fridge and all the other food and the whole house, but it's, it's also not allowing you to be the emotional person that you were meant to be. So all this stuff that we were just talking about, my, you know, clumsy analogy of like me seeing something bad in you (laughs) and saying like bad Brian, um, all of that, like, let's say you, you did say something to me and I felt upset by it. Right. Well, it's more than just me accepting you as you are and the thing that you said. And it's also about me going off on my own and doing the thing that I really don't want to do, which is to feel that pain that I feel now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is totally hypothetical. Brian and I are fine. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> We're on great terms. I wouldn't be People doing are this. Be Why do you guys talk to each other? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm in this in this clumsy analogy example that I'm giving because I know Brian is is so cool and he can and he he understands what I'm doing here. So then I would go off and feel my emotion that I feel because of the thing that I was offended by or hurt by. Mm-hmm. So instead of me just going off um, on Facebook <laughs> and saying and posting about like you know, how awful 
you are, anyone is, because you said the thing to me that you said, I would have to say, oh, I created that reality. First of all, mm-hmm. I chose that version of him to interact with. I didn't do it intentionally, obviously, but I had an, I had a vibration that was going on inside of me that I didn't, I wasn't really aware of, or I wasn't really willing to acknowledge. So then I created this, this scenario in my life. And now it's up to me to go deal with that. Like I've got to go process that emotion because if I don't process that emotion, like I said, not only is that going to fester inside of me, but it's going to block me from feeling all the joy and all the love that I can go feel when I go play with my daughter later because I won't have dealt with the emotion that's going on inside of me. Mm-hmm. So again, I, I think there's huge importance to us just really, really exploring and, and emphasizing that it's in allowing for these emotions to move through us, be processed, be felt that we open up for not only what you say, the joy and and love that we get to feel, but also our our power to to create all of which I think are are intertwined. So I love that we bring it to this conversation of allowing ourselves to to feel, accepting ourselves in our entirety and doing that work. But I definitely want to bring it back to how we go about or the tie into this with choosing the timeline that we're operating on. So I really yeah. want you to kind of um like get into the the depths of it how much power we really have to choose the reality that we're living in because i know you and i both live from the awareness that everything everything that we're experiencing on that surface has something to show us and is telling something is saying something about what's happening within us so now in this conversation of you know those con- concerns that we we spoke about with people worried about what this vaccine may do and mm-hmm. um, i think it's really important that we we kind of just again really emphasize that the effect that this has is up to you so tell me a little yeah. about that how do we go about choosing the timeline we wish to be living in and and just getting into our ability to experience what it is we want to on the surface and taking back our power. One of the one of the beautiful things that we have right now in our world is we have science fiction. So science fiction like really gives us a view of what these alternate realities they might call them alternate universes they some sci-fi shows will will talk about timelines and of course on these shows oftentimes it's like some piece of technology that or like i I, i'm thinking of like star trek next generation i think you know they would hit like a loop in space that would cause a time loop or something but But for us as individuals, 
we don't need a piece of technology to put us, we don't need a time machine, we don't need a teleportation machine, a portal, we don't need anything at all to be on a different timeline than what we're on right now. Because a timeline just means that from this moment where we are sitting right now, in this moment in reality, there's a future ahead of us and a future behind us that sort of sync up with this now moment that are cause and effect related. So my vibration got me to this moment, this point on this timeline, which is a reality. And if I don't shift my vibration, then the likelihood is I'll just stay moving forward from the same point, offering the same vibration, sort of living the same type of reality that I'm experiencing right now. Okay, or, so before you go further, I just want yeah. to kind of, for clarity's sake, um, would it be fair to say that your understanding or the way that you're, we're using the word here, timeline, is this is what I'm most likely to experience based on the frequency that I'm operating in right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything else that you feel is important to mention with regards to our use of this word timeline? Well, I could give an analogy that would help people understand it even better, Please. I think, which is um, remember when you used to watch film strips and like even movies and movie theaters would come on this big reel of film. And what that contains is a bunch of individual pictures that when you pull them very quickly through a projector and the light is projected onto them, it gives the illusion of, of, of those moving pictures on the screen. So if you take that strip of film and you pull it all the way out, you have a timeline. And each picture on the timeline could represent a reality that those people experiencing in that moment. Now, if you wanted to, let's say, um, maybe there's a director's cut of that movie <laughs> as well. So there's a, a different reel out there with slightly different words being spoken, actions being taken, and a different ending and that rep would represent a different timeline. But in our reality, there's way more than two <laughs> that we're choosing from. And we choose with our vibration. And if we don't like something about the movie we're in, you know, we don't have to go and, and schedule a reshoot and you know, get all the actors together and get the lighting right and all that, we can just say, I need to go sit and focus on what I am vibrating, which you, when people talk about going within, that's what they're saying. Like going within means pay attention to what's happening in here. Like there's, there's usually something, sometimes you're, you are just basically neutral inside but a lot of times there's something that you're feeling and sometimes it's joy and love and that's great too and you can certainly 
amplify those. But if it's not, then we really need to go sit by ourselves, close our eyes, focus on where it is, probably in a chakra or two, and breathe deeply in, through that experience of that vibration that's kind of lower and keeping us on a lower timeline, lower uh, vibrational timeline where, where there is more conflict and tension and there's more uh, villains and more oppression, but we can break free from that timeline. We don't have to change the timeline that we're on. We don't have to go outside of ourselves and say, well, I need to make that piece move over there. And I need to make that person stop saying that. And I need to make sure that person doesn't believe that anymore or think that anymore. And that's a lot of work and you'll never be able to do it because everybody's got free will. Because ultimately, Your soul wants you to have that experience and be like, Oh, okay. Well, I accept all of this. I accept that this exists. This is all a part of source. This is all happening by our agreement. And we all need to have this experience for whatever reason. But there's something about this that I don't really like. I don't really like this particular timeline. So I'm going to vibrate myself into a higher level of consciousness I'm not going to just blame everybody else outside of me and everything else outside of me for my circumstances and for how I feel. I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to go sit in a dark room in a corner with my eyes closed. I'm going to vibrate myself into different. First of all, if you just change yourself in that moment and you change the way you feel, then you've done enough. You've accomplished enough you've changed yourself. So anything else that happens after that is this bonus. So if you walk outside now and people, children are playing and uh, there's a rainbow and flowers and birds are singing and the sun is shining, great, that's bonus. But if you change the way you feel, you could walk outside and it could be raining and people could be yelling at each other and you'd be fine because you feel like, hey, I'm still love. I'm still the love incarnate that I just accessed when I went inside my heart and turned it on. So I don't really have to focus on the fact that I wish it were sunny outside or I don't really have to focus on the fact that mm. those people are fighting. Maybe those people need to be communicating and that's actually better than when what was going on five seconds earlier where they weren't even speaking to each other about what they're feeling. So, you know, we got to get out of this mode of like judgment and like everybody pointing fingers and everybody trying to figure out who the bad guys are and, and realize like, that's darkness is going to exist because it's a dualistic reality. You can't have one without the other, but you do get to choose what you focus on and you get to choose what you vibrate and create more of. And we have to also acknowledge that 
there's a reason why everything happens and it's always for the growth and evolution of everyone involved. And living from that awareness is such a powerful and relieving place to be, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. Now you kind of pointed to it and I'm, I'm glad that you did. It's a, uh, when we access that joy and love from within, I find that there tends to be a lessened, we tend to feel less need to even want to, or think we yeah, need to change anything about yeah. our realities. Right, right. So I guess I want to ask, to what degree do you feel like we actually need to fixate or think about the things that we want to to change or can we just simplify to the practice of elevating ourselves in our vibration through connecting with a sense of joy, love, regardless of what is? Change outside of ourselves? Yeah, so do you, do you see a need to even spend time or energy or thought towards here's the things about my reality that I want to change. Or do you feel like to some, to some degree we can, we can just make it that practice of raising our vibration and allowing for the way that your reality is going to reflect onto us changes naturally through that, that shift. It does, and it really it really just depends on the person, what the person wants to experience, I think. Because they're, let's say you want a house and you want to be living in a house, you want to live in like your dream house. Well, there's some people who would enjoy just vibrating until like that house just magically appears in their reality, either through like, inheritance or you know somebody gifts them a house or whatever and then there's some people who would really like to build their own house mm. like they'd really enjoy the the process of pouring the concrete the, the drawing up the plans the the architectural blueprints and and envisioning like every room and and what they're going to do and then like getting all excited about picking out tiles and, you know, I mean, there's just, there's that type of person and there's the other type of person. It really depends on where you're at in your journey because there's also joy to be had in doing certain things. So like, I think one of your first questions to me was like, it was about, well, do you find yourself doing as a means to an end was I'm paraphrasing. Um, and yeah, I do. I still do things as a means to an end. Um, but there's also, there's also joy in the doing mm. of that thing that maybe if I didn't have the end I was trying to reach, I never would have discovered that I actually really enjoy doing this, like doing my um, daily messages now on uh, camera. 
which I only started doing two years ago. Before that, I would just record the daily message and transcribe it, and I'd upload the audio to YouTube without me showing up and speaking to the camera, appearing on camera. And at some point I realized, well, if I really want to reach more people, because people are more likely to watch a video with actual video uh, of the person, if I want to reach more people, I really need to start appearing on camera. And I started doing that two years ago. And even though it's more work for me to set up everything, you know, because before I could just like, I could just be <laughs> in my pajamas or whatever and just like hold the phone right on my chest and channel into it. And now there's a little bit more setup involved and I just bought a new microphone and I've got that set up in the, um, in my little staging area in the dining room. And, um, but I love it. And I, I love the fact that since I started doing that, I also started sharing more of myself with people. So after the video is over, I know I, I, when I first started, I probably just said, thanks for watching. Bye. <laughs> but now I like, I talk to the people that I know are watching and I know it's basically the same, you know, 3000 people probably who watch every day because that's how many views my YouTube channel gets a day. And I just know that it's probably that same group. And I hear from them when I have then I have a private session with the person or they contact me and tell me like, they're so happy to hear like about my stories and things that are going on in my life. And um, so there was, that was something that developed out of me, like having, feeling like I really had to take more of an action mm -hmm. that I was originally taking instead of me just going like, well, I want my YouTube channel to grow and expand. So I'll just go out, go in the corner and vibrate, you know, more views. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, um, I think the, the big takeaway here is that there's a joy that can be found in doing in the intention of a intended outcome. Yeah, that can bring forth and we start our conversation and that's um, on this note, it's that can bring forth an energy, a sense of inspiration that, that feels good within our being. So I think it's it's a great thing to to honor that. Um, I guess where a lot of people are, well, I want to say I sense where a lot of people are, are kind of missing a point. I won't say the point, but a point very important point is forgetting to enjoy the process through that forgetting to bring joy to this moment of that creative process and everything that i've been experiencing has been pointing to the importance of that the importance of allowing our sense of joy and inspiration within this now and just to kind of tie this back to the conversation that we we're having earlier I personally feel like it's in doing so. It's in allowing the sense that we shift to the higher timeline. Yeah. There's also an experience that you get through doing of mastery, which is fun. You get better 
every time you do it, you, you find that you rise to the occasion, you, you get an inspired idea or you just get better at doing something through doing it. And that feels good. That feels like, um, like an accomplishment, but also like you've become more because of the actions that you've taken. Mm. That sense of mastery, that sense of growth. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say it's like this, this integration of both, this balancing of this both, that 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 feeling good in in growth, in the intention of growing, becoming more, creating more, but at the same time being in this moment of being enjoying. Yeah. Mm. And feeling something that maybe you couldn't have felt otherwise. Another example that came to me as we were talking here is like. Let's say you you saw a problem, which is like trash on the beach. And you started picking up trash on the beach on Saturday afternoons. And then like you started organizing a group of people who would do that together. And so then you're meeting other people and connecting with other people mm -hmm. and making it fun by coming together and maybe even setting an intention before you do it that people will start to love their world a little bit more and give more of uh, respect to the ocean and the beach and what their actions will result in, you know, they'll mm -hmm. start, people will start to think more like, cause that's, cause you're saying basically I want to vibrate onto that timeline where that's, th those are the type of people that, and by you doing something, and taking the the care that you have for your your world and your environment and putting an action to it you're really solidifying that vibration even more of like this is the world i want to live in where we all have this love and respect for mother nature yeah it's like you're acting your way into the higher vibration and yeah. solidifying that timeline through through the means, through the action. Yeah. And I mean, who who is anyone to say like that it's it's a less spiritual thing to like take the action mm -hmm. if if the person gets that sense of accomplishment and satisfaction and feels like, well, I you know, I didn't have anything to do today when I started to see garbage on the beach and pick it up. I started to feel really good and and now that I have this like bag of garbage and I look at the beach and it's clean and I go I feel good. I feel better than I did uh, before I noticed the garbage on the beach, you know. Mhm. Mm How do we recognize within ourselves the the things, the way about, the way to go about doing the things that will will actually invoke a raise in our vibration. Well, you have to be honest with yourself about what it is that you truly love. And one of the ways of doing that is to really start checking in more mm -hmm. with your 
with your true feelings, with your your intuition, um, with the vibration that comes to the surface when you even think about doing something. And certainly when you start doing it, when you you realize like, oh, this actually doesn't feel good. And then you shift and maybe shift to something else or you shift your, your feeling about what you're doing so that you're not just forcing yourself to, to finish something because you think like, well, I got that great sense of accomplishment that day at the beach. I picked up all that garbage. I want that again. But if I, if I stop midstream here, I'll never get there. But you've got to be honest with yourself and say, well, sometimes, you know, it's just not a good fit. This isn't like this is just not a match for me right now. And I just need to respect that and honor how I feel over getting something done. And I want to say that that's a practice of like dropping into the body and not necessarily going to the mind. Not to say that that doesn't ever play a part in it, but I think I, you mentioned something important there where we kind of go grasping on or reaching for feelings that we have felt before through doing things that we may have associated with those feelings in the past. Whereas I think what you're pointing to is more of a inside out approach where you're checking in with what's occurring yeah. internally at that time. Yeah. It's like operating more from feelings than from the mind where the mind goes, mind's very logical and says, well, if this, then that, you know, so if mm -hmm. accomplish this goal of cleaning up garbage that you're seeing, then you're going to feel better because that happened that one time. Because that's why science is always like, well, it's, every experiment has to be repeatable or else it, it's you know not really valid. So that's how our minds operate too. Like everything has to be repeated and likes consistency and predictability, but life isn't like that. And we just have to sometimes acknowledge that. Our minds are good for certain things, but our feelings really are to guide us Mm -hmm. so how do we how do we get in touch with our feelings and the vibration that that we're operating in 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 aim of again allowing our our best feelings and raising our vibration well first of all you have to care and i, I guess the only thing that's going to make you care is like usually someone saying something to you or something in your life happens or um, you you start to feel so so bad that it's like your your feelings become unavoidable and you have to do something about them so or you could be lucky enough and stumble upon this podcast and be like <laughs> <laughs> oh I've I've just been feeling like a low level of anxiety in my chest and I haven't really been paying attention to it but now, I've stumbled upon this uh, this idea that it's that it's important. So let me do something about it. So there's lots of different ways that you can. And that's kind of like for me, I think what happened is I just woke up spiritually and I started to 
read a bunch of books and listen to a bunch of teachers uh, on tape and and get that knowing that this this stuff really matters and and I should be paying more attention to it and I'm glad it came along in my life when it did um because I had a lot of work to do and and that was you know 20 years ago and now I can you know honestly say that I'm much better at it um but once you get to that point where you care then you do have to like tune in because a lot of times your words and your actions can kind of like cover up your feelings um but i think the the more you acknowledge and feel them the more sensitive you become mm. sensitive you become the harder than they are to ignore and um and so as long as you know what you're feeling then you can sort of sit with the feeling breathe through it process it as people say and, and i think some people when they say process they think that just means talk about but it really means feel and so you process them and then when you want to choose a better feeling one you have to go again inside yourself and sort of fish around for where the good feelings are inside of you because they do exist they are there they're like light switches on the wall that you just have to flip um but it's a little bit more complicated than that because it it, it does involve um focus and intention and and feeling around until you find that that energy that's sitting there like as a potential waiting to be activated it's like a a pilot light that's waiting to have the gas turned on so it can really flare up and and make a difference you know i love what you say with regards to um those good feelings are are within you they are within you as an energy and we can we can go in and activate them and one thing i just want to kind of um say to that as well as sometimes that requires that we first clear out something that might be suppressing that yes exactly yeah mm, yeah and that's that process stuff before you deal with the the lower vibrational stuff that kind of like clouds that ability to to get to what's at the core at the center of all of us which is that sort of eternal flame of unconditional love i felt that <laughs> yeah, i heard those words come through you and i just felt that flame light up within me that was you supporting me and activating that energy within me and we do that for each other yeah yeah now bringing it back to the effect that this has activating these energies within us activating these good energies these good feelings within us after well let's actually just paint a step-by-step -step process that we've done i think well you've done i'll give you the credit here my man um a elegant job of guiding us through again first allowing ourselves to feel that way feeling them processing them um which opens up way for finding within ourselves those good feelings that we can then activate now 
again, just kind of want to really tie it back to that that conversation of feeling very inspired to to address the the framing of timelines and and choosing our timelines. Um, what effect does it have on our realities when we activate these energies within us? What effect does it have on our timeline? Yeah. Well, you you just go to a different timeline. So you don't have to change the timeline you're on. Through action. You automatically vibrate into a different reality, which has a different past and a different future. And that is essentially what a timeline is. So it's like you just you just change your scenery. You go mm -hmm. to a different timeline and um the timeline that you are on is perfect as it is. People are still able to, souls are still able to get what they need and experience what they need to experience on that timeline. And speaking of time, I, I do have to go because <laughs> here the, the baby is up and uh, <laughs> we got some, some playing to do together. So <laughs> I am. Um more than happy to know that that's what you'll be stepping away to do yeah. um that's just about the only thing that i'd be okay with <laughs> letting you off <laughs> um, fantasy football <laughs> number one baby number two awaken podcast with me um list of daniel's priorities <laughs> but i will say i am more than more than just a little appreciative of you being here and spending the time that you have with us um let me go bigger more than a little appreciative that you're on this planet with us my friend doing all the incredible work that you're doing so i am gonna let you go um but before you do i want to ask you one question i may have asked you this one before but I have a feeling that it's going to come through a little bit differently than it has before because we're in a brand new moment here. Mm -hmm. The grand finale question, actually, before we get into that, um, I want that to be like the cutoff to the episode. So why don't you just give us, um, point us in the directions that we need to go if we want to connect with you and learn more about the work that you're doing, maybe check out some of your courses. Well, there's my site, danielscranton.com. Daniel, just like it's spelled, um, the first name Daniel. <laughs> it's a book in the Bible, I always say. And then uh, Scranton is spelled just like the city in Pennsylvania, S-C-R-A-N-T-O-N. And um, where the office, the show The Office was based. <laughs> and uh, I'm also on YouTube. So if you just, uh, my YouTube channel is actually forward slash Dan so it's youtube.com forward slash Dan because back when I created it, I was still going by Dan. <laughs> so those are the two major ways. I mean, I'm on Facebook too. You can find me pretty easily. Instagram is at Daniel Scranton Channels. Cool. And I think all of that will be uh, linked through your website as well, right? Yeah, there's a page on my website for all my social media and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. And of course, the links to all of this stuff will be found in the show notes to make it easy for the listeners. All right, my man, one last final question. We call it the ascending question here. Ready for it? Go for it. 
Brother, you just actualized the ability to telepathically communicate to all of humanity. What do you have to say? You are love and so is everybody else. Daniel, thank you once again for being here with us. You go play with that baby now. <laughs> Blessings. Take care, brother. You too. Family, it's good to be back here broadcasting another live stream episode for you all. It's a beautiful moment that we're in and I'm hoping that it's a joyous timeline that you're on because you get to choose. You get to choose what meaning you attribute to this experience that you're in. You get to choose what type of experience unfolds for you. And you can also be open to the mystery and allowing in the surprises, the gifts that are here for you. So know that it's in your power to create and at the very same time, you can open up and receive because there is so much, so much here for you. And I hope that on the timeline you're on, you're recognizing this and allowing it in. So once again, family, thank you again for being here with us at this time in this moment of our ascension. That's going to be it for this episode of Awaken. Right after I put out my favorite invitation, the Ascend Academy is uniting and activating light workers. So if you want to keep the conversation going, if you're feeling that call to connect and to serve, because that's what we do here together. We're coming together to support one another, to learn from each other, to share our experiences in the interest of ascending together. Then also to be in service to others the activation process that our academy members undergo as they step into these new roles the next chapter of playing the roles that they came here to play the activation process is here to activate in you your highest state your highest experience and your highest purpose you can head on over to academy.togetherweascend.com to learn more and if you want to learn specifically more about the activation process, academy.togetherreascend.com forward slash activation dash process for a phase process that will help you activate your higher purpose. And now I think I'm ready to close. So until next time, keep ascending. <laughs>